Hello there, and welcome to Be Mindful. My name is Brandon Everett. I'm currently the lead content developer and lead mindfulness uh, teacher for Be Mindful. If you're hearing this recording on our podcast, check out www.bemindful, spelled with a P-H-L, because we're based in Philly. That's www.bemindful.com to learn more about Be Mindful and to subscribe to and join us in class. So the talk that I wanted to give tonight, what I wanted to share, relates to, I think, what is commonly an overlooked aspect of mindfulness practice. And mindfulness is commonly known as, you know, the practice of bringing your attention into the present moment. You know, it's like a very simple, straightforward definition of mindfulness. But in fact, the attitude, or you could say, um, how we bring our attention into the present moment matters just as much as the fact that we do bring our attention to the present moment. So uh, there's a story um, that I think kind of helps to illustrate this point, um, kind of how our attention, how our attitude influences our experience of ourselves and our lives and our moment-to-moment experience. And so there's this this tale of, you know, there was, um, uh, you could say just a, you know, somebody sitting at the side of the road um, and a traveler happened to be walking by and the traveler asked the person who was sitting there, they said, what are the people in the next town over like? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on this trip, I'm on this trek, and I kind of want to get a sense of, you know, what I'm in for here. And the person by the roadside says, well, how were the people in the last town that you went through? And the traveler goes, oh, goodness, they were uh, rude and just, you know, I couldn't stand them. And no one was helpful at all. And, uh, you know, I, I got lost at one point. I couldn't get a single person to help me out. And the person at the side of the road goes, oh, well, I, I think that you'll find much the same when you head to the next town. And the traveler goes on. And then a second traveler happens down the same road um, and asks the person sitting at the side of the road the same question, you know, hey, you know, I'm traveling, I'm passing through here. Uh, What are the people in the next town over like? And the person says, well, what were the people like in the town that you just came from? Oh, goodness, they were so gracious. You know, I was passing through. I wouldn't ask. People would offer me food and drink. And um, there were a couple of people just really, I feel like I've made my trip already, even though, you know, it's barely even started. And, um, and so the person who's sitting there at the side of the road says, oh, well, you know what? I I think you're in good luck. Um, The people in the next town over, I think you'll find them to be just the same. And so there's this way in which, you know, the attitude with which we meet our experience, how we arrive to the moment, influences how it unfolds. 
And so, especially if we're just beginning to learn how to practice mindfulness meditation, it is a good thing to consciously pause and consider what attitude am I bringing to my practice? Because if we're meeting the practice, if we're bringing to the practice a sense of expectation or how, how we think things ought to be, or if we're bringing to the practice a sense of, you know, our own perfectionism, you know, that, you know, we should be better than this. The practice should be happening differently. You know, if we're meeting the practice with a lot of judgment, it won't be the quality of our experience that derails our mindfulness practice. Um, but in fact, our own expectation. Um, another way to think about this is, especially when it's uh, mindfulness is something that's new that we're practicing. Um, so if, you know, to counteract a sense of expectation, to counteract a sense of, you know, how it should be or prejudgment, you know, we could bring an attitude of openness, of allowing. We could consciously begin to cultivate that attitude. Likewise, another attitude that could be helpful for us to investigate is um, an attitude of letting be. And this is one that, you know, I think when we get into practicing mindfulness, you know, we expect stillness and we expect calm and um, we might expect that it will be quiet or easy. But I think in terms of attitude, in terms of letting be, letting be invites us to open to all of our experience moment by moment. So if we notice that our body, when we draw our attention into the body, that it feels tense, that we actually don't deny that that tension is happening. We don't push it away. We don't go to war with it. We just notice it. We notice that it's there. We allow it. In this way, we begin to let go of the need to fix or to correct or to make better our experience moment by moment. You know, we already have so much on our plates from day to day, you know, being, being humans as we are. But there's so much more that we take on that we could begin to explore letting go of, not being so caught up on. So when we practice mindfulness meditation, we can invite at the outset of the practice that we meet it maybe with a certain attitude that we want to practice. A certain way in which, you know, if we realize that the practice is unfolding in a way that we didn't expect, or that it's beginning, beginning to get uncomfortable, and something is arising unexpectedly. That in that moment, rather than scrap the practice, rather than push it away, the moment that we're in, in just that moment, could I explore, can I practice a new way of being? And what I'll say before we get into, you know, the further the mindful movement and the guided meditation practice this evening is there was a list of attitudes that was put together uh, by John Kabat-Zinn, who is like the grandfather of modern mindfulness. Yeah. And um, 
there were some attitudes that John Kabat-Zinn identified. And so I'm going to read these now. And what I want to invite is, you know, tonight, especially when we're in the formal mindfulness practice, when you notice that, you know, something is coming up, you feel distracted, you feel tired, you feel uncomfortable, you know, or you just feel like the practice is not unfolding in the way you hoped or expected. Can you recognize the building of tension, the discomfort, the want to make things different or better or other than they are? And rather than try to change the outer circumstance or what's arising, could you begin to work with how you meet it, the attitude with which you meet that experience? And so some of the attitudes that John Kabat-Zinn has listed include things like non-striving, You know, if you come to mindfulness practice and you're looking to unwind and relax, well, you know, peace, well-being, are those really experiences you have by striving after them? You know, can you add tension? Can you work for peace? Does peace require work? So rather than strive after it or struggle for it, maybe let go of that feeling of needing to get there. Let the peace arise naturally. Another attitude is beginner's mind. This is a good one. You know, so often we take an attitude of been there, done that. You know, Brandon, I've practiced mindfulness four times. I think I know what it's all about. I think I know what's going to (laughs) happen. Okay. Well, I'll tell you right now, you'll You'll arrest your growth pretty quickly if you decide that after just a few sessions that you know what mindfulness and meditation are all about. When we bring a beginner's mind, it's like really each time we practice, can we let it be like it's for the first time? Like we're meeting ourselves and our breath and our body and the moment anew. Can we let things be new? Another attitude Patience. This is a good one. You know, sometimes you might recognize that, you know, calm takes time. You're practicing, you're, you know, you're doing your mindfulness practice, and you've achieved a certain state of calm and well being before in a previous practice. But even having gotten to that point before, still, things take the time they take. And that, you know, ease is on its way, but it's not here yet. In the meantime, could you just explore practicing patience, being with what's unfolding moment to moment, letting your practice unfold naturally without a sense of needing to push it in a certain direction or trying to get to some preconceived endpoint? Hmm. And the last one I'll hit on before we move into the guided practice is this idea of self-love and compassion. And a quote I've been sharing recently is from Pema Chodron, who says, often the hardest times we have are the ones we give ourselves. Often the hardest times we have are the ones we give ourselves. So if you notice in your meditation practice that 
you know, um, you're becoming quite critical of yourself and how you're doing. That, you know, um, the inner critic is really having their way. Could you recognize in the moment how that's impacting your experience of yourself in the meditation? And rather than, as it were, practicing criticism, practicing judgment, in just that moment, could you practice self-love and compassion, allowing yourself to feel like you're not getting it? And in just the same way that if you had a friend that was sharing with you that they were trying to learn something and they really weren't getting it, they really had a positive intention. They wanted this thing to work out, but it just wasn't unfolding that way. In just the same way, you would offer them love and kindness and support. Could you offer that to yourself in just the same way? So again, just to wrap up. So, you know, mindfulness is not purely a practice of concentration, not purely a practice of <clears throat> strict attention and focus. There is a second aspect to it, an aspect of cultivating a new attitude, a new way of being with the present moment. So tonight I invite you to explore that to deepen your practice rather than try to deepen it through force, deepen it through expectation or pushing or striving, could you deepen your practice by opening, softening, and allowing? Just explore how that impacts your experience of yourself and your practice.